0: Two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you really need I'm Jamie Easton and this, this is the Smart Seven. Good morning everybody. It's Monday the 13th of February and it's World Radio Day. And a big happy birthday to Robbie Williams, Jerry Springer, Peter Gabriel and Hugh Dennis. A teenager's been charged with assaulting an emergency worker during a violent protest outside a Merseyside hotel. 14 people were arrested during the demonstration, which targeted asylum seekers that were being housed in the building in Knowlesley. Officers say missiles were hurled at them and a police van was damaged on Friday. Founder of the charity Care for Calais, Claire Mosley, turned up to show support for the refugees. You just don't expect in our country to see that level of of violence and they were obviously shouting horrible things about the asylum seekers. There was a lot of hatred. Speaking to the BBC, International Development Minister Andrew Mitchell denied claims that feelings against asylum seekers had been stirred up by government rhetoric. Violence in the way that we saw on Friday night is completely unacceptable and uh, the government condemn it absolutely. This is an unprecedented time in terms of Britain helping people who are caught in desperate jeopardy and you know I have them in my own constituency in the royal town of Sutton Coalfield and we've been very welcoming and that is the norm across the country I think. Labour's Lisa Nandy reckons the incident shows just how far right groups are using social media to organise and promote violence. There are a small number of far right activists who whip up hate and hostility in this country. We all need to speak with one voice when we say that we utterly condemn them. This is not who we are. As we get closer to the one-year anniversary of Russia's war in Ukraine, there's been a jump in Russian casualties, with soldiers reportedly dying in greater numbers this month than since the start of the invasion. That's according to Ukrainian data. On Sunday alone, Ukraine's general staff reported around 900 have been killed. Officials say Russia's launched a big offensive, but Polish President Andrzej Duda says Vladimir Putin has to lose. I would tell him that sooner or later it has to finish badly for him. Because I believe that the world will be united. I believe that the world will remain on the side of honesty and justice. And honesty and justice is with Ukraine. And after Vladimir Zelensky appealed for Western jets on his surprise visit to the UK last week, Ukrainian ambassador Vadim Pristaiko says much like the previous plea for tanks, countries will need to decide collectively whether to donate them. I know that some leaders have to say these words for the sake of the unity of the of the alliance. No, it's just when trying to, to create a compromise among all of them and come with some sort of group decision. One week on from the Turkey earthquake, authorities have started arresting contractors for alleged dodgy practices which may have made buildings more vulnerable to tremors. The number of dead in both Turkey and Syria has risen above 33,000, although there were a number of children rescued over the weekend. Conservative MP Tobias Elwood's calling for more humanitarian corridors to be open for aid. No individual state could ever be able to manage and respond to a, uh, an earthquake such as this. It requires the international community to work together to put pressure on it. Aid workers have reported clashes in some areas of Turkey as survivors fight over dwindling food, meaning they're struggling to help those in need. Meanwhile, the World Health Organization says the health system in Syria has been pulverized by years of instability. The chairman of the Defense Committee in the UK has said the same amount of aid should go to both countries, a sentiment welcomed by Martin Griffiths, the chief aid coordinator for the UN. There should be no politicization and political choice between where the aid goes. It should obviously put into need because Syria has needs which are greater and more profound precisely because they've been through 11 years of war. The BBC's chairman's facing more calls to quit, with Labour and the SNP insisting his position is untenable. It comes as a new report was published on Sunday which found that Richard Sharp made significant errors of judgement by acting as a go-between for a loan for Boris Johnson whilst applying for the job. Sharp has apologised, saying he should have been more open, but Commons Digital Culture, Media and Sport Committee member John Nicholson doesn't think he has a future in the role. I don't see how he can carry on. How can he argue the BBC's case? How can he talk about impartiality? given that he withheld this important information from us and given the low levels of trust that he now enjoys amongst BBC staff. Still to come on The Smile 7, a Brit Award full of blunders, and Rihanna returns to the stage right after this. Welcome back. There were two big games on Sunday in the Premier League. Pep Guardiola's Man City reduced Arsenal's lead at the top to just three points with a 3-1 win at home to Aston Villa. They're second in the table again after Man U briefly leapfrogged them following their 2-0 win at Leeds. It was the second time the teams had met in just four days after Wednesday's 2-0 draw at Old Trafford. United manager Eric Ten Hag's happy with his team. Once again we show we are a squad and we are the only team in whole Europe who are playing in four leagues and then you have to use your squad and you see everyone is contributing in the squad, everyone is important and that's a good thing to know. Man of the moment, Harry Styles cleaned up at the Brits picking up four awards including Album and Artist of the Year on a night plagued by technical problems. Beyonce nabbed Best International Act and Song of the Year, whilst Wet Leg won Best New Artist and Best Group. More than three million people tuned into the ITV show with highlights including a risque rendition by Sam Smith of their hit single Unholy. But there were plenty of Brit Award boo-boos too, like when viewers had to be shown archive footage of Adele performing at last year's ceremony. And here's a few more of our faves. I love what you're doing. they your real boobs? These are not, no, these are oh, not mine. sorry. I wish. Into the toilets earlier, we saw yeah. sugar babes. Sugar babes. And they weren't doing cook! Go crazy. It's Sam Capaldi. F*** the Tories. Cheers. <sighs> One of the biggest nights of the American sporting calendar saw the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl in Arizona. The game marked the first time two black quarterbacks started, and the Chiefs, who were losing at halftime, came back to win 38-35. And millions of people around the world watched singer Rihanna provide the entertainment during the halftime show, performing live for the first time in seven years. She also had a surprise guest, her second child, as she revealed on stage she was pregnant. She and Baby Bump performed all the big hits on what appeared to be a floating stage. Yeah. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day.